With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, welcome back. Big thanks to uh, Cameron Bobby and Josh String in this hour. We uh, got an announcement this morning from Feld Entertainment that the cities for the Triple Crown and the East-West Showdown events for 2019 are, uh, have been announced. The um, They introduced this last year, and the rider that, that uh, did the best in three events is the Triple Crown champion, and it was Eli Tomac last year. And he's a millionaire, by the way, from uh, – two weeks ago but uh the, the thanks race to is his teammate yeah yeah thanks to his teammate joey savacci uh anaheim two on january 19th and then uh round that'll be round three of the championship that'll be triple crown number one then detroit will be triple crown number two which is on february 23rd and then houston is uh hosting the final event on march 30th what are your thoughts on that roman on the triple crown do you care uh i mean I guess I do care a little bit. Uh, it was entertaining because our own Justin Brayton was really good at that. Uh, it lends to his true his style. Uh, kind of goes back to that uh, arena cross time for him. Uh, I think, though, in the larger picture, to have a kind of a race series within a, a series, not to mention the way the racing is structured in the Triple Crown versus your normal Supercross race, probably gets a little confusing and it's probably something that mentally can get a little stressful for these guys ah i think i'm not i'm not a huge fan but i think for the fan base it's it can be entertaining i think the east west showdown is a bigger deal because that's way more entertaining because the guy that wins a triple crown in the 450 class is typically the guy that's going to win the championship right maybe uh, probably possibly if, if you get a dominant guy like eli tomac is or when villapoto was racing or whatever dungey that, that dungey yep those guys that that's going to be the triple crown champ um the uh and without throwing a ton of money at, at that or something it, it's uh i don't know to me it's it's not that interesting but the east west showdown for the 250 class I think is really cool because it, it shows it showcases it's always the we have to wait till Vegas. Some mm-hmm. of the guys aren't there by then. They don't show up or they don't care about or it. They or they may be hurt and they didn't, I mean. and they didn't they didn't get a go. That's what I mean. They're, they don't show up is what I meant by that. They're hurt or whatever. But um, also, you know, they're finishing up their title in Vegas and then they do the East West shootout. They don't. It's they don't put they don't hang it out like they do. Plus, the effort's not there. Plus, the East Coast guys have been racing on good dirt all year long. Sandboy Stadium is notorious for having terrible dirt. It's slick, and it's a different style of racing. Same dirt every year, right? Yeah, it's junk. Yeah, it's, it's junk. It just bakes out there in in, in uh, Las Vegas in the Nevada desert, and it's never good. The Monster Cup, I thought they did a pretty good job, but it was still. They brought in a lot of sand, and they mixed that soil up. It, it, it was different than it's been. That is true. Um, and speaking of Sam, Bo- Sam Boyd Stadium, to me, the speeds they get going uh, is, to me, is dangerous. I don't think it belongs in that series. Obviously, these boys are pros. They're the best in the world in Supercross. Okay. They can handle it. So, but to me, I just... And we were 
chatting about this when we watched Monster Energy Cup before, and we were talking about Jason Anderson, and we were talking about this last weekend, actually, when we were watching Straight Bull, or uh, Straight Rhythm, Red Bull Straight Rhythm, spit it out. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, Jason Anderson launching oh, off that ski jump into the sand. He's launching three quarters of the sand. He literally was high enough to go into the stands if he got squirrely. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he was so high. He was he was a school bus on end high with no landing but Easy. just rollers that yeah. you just jumping blind. I, yeah, and I mean, he's. I, I would like to know what the lit data at that moment said he was. I saw him Saturday. He was at the Evergood mm-hmm. at uh, Oak Ridge. It was so cold. I didn't step out to say hi to him. <laughs> He and, walked right by. And, it was so cold and windy at the Evergood this weekend. I raced, in the, and I I know you're you're on a you're making a point, but uh, yeah, Dean Wilson was to. there. I hung out with Emic actually. It was it was cool because I raced with him, so we uh, we got to bro down a little group. bit. And uh, who? Same age group. Yeah, we're both old, right? Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, Josh Hansen was there, and Dean Wilson, and Jason Anderson. That was quite a deal for for our backyard. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, and I was going to say, last year's Triple Crown winner did not win the Supercross Championship. That's true. Jason Anderson won Jason it last Anderson year. Anderson won it last year. And Tomac was the triple. You're right. You're right. So and, what do I know? Well, you got to, you know, it's like old Reedy always said, you got to be in it to win it. And if you're not in the points at the end of the series, you're not going to win it. And Tomac, again, per se, as he's had it before in, in recent years, past years got really close been super dominant and then real quickly who's your your prediction for supercross 450 champion 2019 i'm going tomac good bet bandwagoner anyway i'm gonna go um plus i was a fan of his last year i'm going chad reed <laughs> Chad Reed. Hey, you know what? I really oh, yes. hope everything works out for him with JGR. I really do. I'm serious. I think he's yeah, going to be he's... a really good. I mean, look what he did in a short amount of time with that team. Come on. All the right. He's got talent. Thanks to Shane McElrath, AJ Cantanzaro, Tristan Hart, Cameron Bobby, and Josh Strang. That's our show. We appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. I'm Tony Wink for Roman Avila, PJ Duran, um, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Chris Bishop, and Tommy Borhauerson. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network.